This podcast is sponsored by Co-op Solutions. Co-op partners with credit unions to drive growth through integrated payments technology solutions. We help credit unions deliver member-centric and digital-first services designed to improve earnings, operational efficiencies, and the member experience. Founded by and built to serve credit unions, Co-op is your committed partner to make every experience matter. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Welcome back to the CUNA News Podcast. I'm Yikang Yang, Digital Media Design Specialist at CUNA. Today's guest is Todd Clark, CEO at payments and fintech company Co-op Solutions. Our conversation covers topics including services co-op offers solely to credit unions, market research from their latest 2023 co-op think conference, challenges and opportunities CUs face in the tech realm, the future of co-op, and more. Enjoy. Hello, Todd. Welcome to the Community's Podcast. We're very happy to have you on here. Uh, why don't we start with a little introduction to yourself and what you do at Co-op, and for those who don't know, uh, what Co-op Solutions is. Thanks for thanks for having me. My name is Todd Clark. I'm CEO and president of Co-op Solutions. Been here for just a little over seven years, and we provide debit, credit, contact center, person-to-person payment, and a variety of other services for credit unions across the United States. And, and we also have quite a bit of business in Canada. Great. So Co-op Solutions is one of our movement's leading providers of digital payments and financial technology to credit unions. Can you give us an update on some of the key activities so far in 2023? Yeah, so far in 2023, we formally rolled out Co-op Pay Network, which is a meant to be a secondary network for debit transactions. Every financial institution has to have two networks, and we make the assumption that one of those will probably be MasterCard and Visa, and all of them should be looking for a network that provides them good service, pricing, consistency, and reliability, and then also is is acting in the interest of credit unions. And so we've designed and built Co-op Pay Network owned by credit unions, kind of like back in the 90s and early 2000s when almost all the networks were owned by their own, their member institutions. But we're excited. It's, it's, it's doing really well. We've, we've hit all our goals so far and we continue to roll it out and introduce it to new credit unions every day. Next is we launched a program called Strategic Provider Program. It's where co-op goes out. We do the vetting and the initial research on different folks that, you know, sit in a market that is, I guess, maybe to the periphery of what we do. So very little integration or action that is required, you know, doesn't show up in our building, things like that. But we're going out and we're finding companies and we're recommending those companies to our credit unions after we've run them through what we consider a pretty strict vendor management program, making sure that they're, you know, they're, they're good, viable companies and, and that they can continue to deliver for our credit unions in the future. And then finally, the probably the biggest thing we did in the first quarter slash half of this year is mid first quarter, we reorganized our company to increase our efficiency and make it easier for our clients to work with us. It's already paying dividends in the quality of not only our delivery, but our service, you know, things like service backlogs, 
have have been taken down to zero and we're seeing less and less escape defects coming out in our code. So while those seem like operational issues, you know, how the how the business is run and how it's managed is a big part of that. And so I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and declare the reorganization a, a great success and, and we're really pleased with our results. That's great. A lot of things happening this year. So at your Think 23 conference in May, Co-op unveiled its 2023 market research performed with EY and MasterCard. Can you tell us what the research found and how our listeners can learn more? Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is surprising to anybody, but the research we conducted with EY and MasterCard, you know, showed us things that I think that a lot of people realize but probably didn't have the data to back up. And so I think the big thing out there is kind of four takeaways, especially as you think about the member's life and and how they are looking for convenience and, and real-time ability to manage their day-to-day needs. One is, is that those relationships are often fragmented. You know, uh, with credit unions will do a loan and they'll have a DDA or a savings account. Maybe they'll have a CD, but there's not as much coordination between those as there probably should be. At the same time, convenience is at the top of the member's mind, right? And so they're looking for things to be made easy. The third thing, and and the one that relates primarily to us, is digital payments uh, are primary. And so I think if you sum that up, it is the, you know, the the fourth thing, I guess, is micro interactions. The, The thing that will create loyalty to your credit union will give you more loans and more accounts and and more certificates of deposit, those are largely determined by how your member thinks of you with regard to digital payments and micro interactions. And so we're thinking about the day-to-day activities, being involved in the member's life on a, on a moment-to-moment basis, interacting with that member. And when that member calls in, understand what that relationship looks like. From a from a not only a digital payments perspective, but from also all the loans, all the accounts, everything, give them good advice and and continue that trust that they've long had. That that white paper is available out on the internet at coop.org. So www.coop.org, and just search for Co-op CU Growth Outlook, and and you can get the white paper and download that. It has all the details and all the research included there. So from that market research, what is co-op's main message to credit unions for 2023 and going forward? It's engage every day, right? You know, pursue a deeper connection with your members via payments and micro interactions. That, that payment data tells you a lot about your, your members and, and gives you real insight if you know how to use it. Second is be prepared to give good guidance, right? Your, your members are looking for ways to enhance their daily financial lives and they're probably not experts. You know, it's, it's a long time since, you know, financial awareness was taught in high schools or even in colleges. And so a lot of the, a lot of your members are learning as they go and they, they need somebody to give them good guidance. And, and, and you, you see that as people, you know, do their daily searches online. They're looking for answers and, and, and they need to be able to count on their credit union to give those answers. And then, you know, really what you want from them is you want their, you want their balance sheet. You want their assets uh, on your books. You want their liabilities on your books. And uh, because those are deposits and loans for you, the way you get that is through that daily interaction of cards and P2P. You, you want that financial relationship every time they do something moment to moment in their day. Don't, you want them to recognize the name of your credit union and the fact that you offer other services and you do that through those daily, in, in those daily engagements. And so that, that's, 
it doesn't seem like rocket science, but I think it is incredibly valuable to know that the data backs up everything that seems to make sense from a common sense perspective. So tell us something about your product and technology roadmap. What specific solutions will co-op be coming out with in the rest of 2023 and into 2024? Yeah, it's 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 pretty exciting. You know, we've been investing pretty heavily for several years now, and, and I feel like we've gotten to a point where we've caught the market and and maybe in many places we're passing the market. And so some of the fun things that we're doing this year, push to wallet and push to merchant APIs. These are all spinoffs of digital card issuance. And so you lose your card or you apply for a new card. We can push those cards directly into a wallet. Then the next really, you know, fun thing about that is, is we can ask you, do you want to make that card, you know, your Amazon Prime card or your Netflix card or put those cards on file with those merchants with a, with a, with a relatively simple process. You still have to enter your credentials. And so, you know, there is no path into those places without your credentials, but much like a mint.com or somebody like that would look at taking your credentials and then doing more with it. We can take your Amazon credentials or your Netflix credentials and then push that card in, in a pretty streamlined and easy manner. Give our, give our, institutions the opportunity to incent you to do that through our co-op lifestyle loyalty program. So we've made that generally available here in in the back half of the year. And that program offers a lot of advantages over the programs that are out there in the market. I mean, I think everybody does merchant, you know, type, you know, purchasing, you know, camping gear or, or electronics or whatever the case may be. And a lot of people do cash back too. But we think we're one of the first to do real-time cashback, probably along with Apple. Apple's got a pretty real-time cashback. The Apple Card has a pretty real-time cashback functionality, too. But when you request the cashback, we use our, our person-to-person transfer network, which allows us to push that money directly into the DDA in real time. That's a, that's a pretty big changeover from either a statement credit or getting it a day, to, you know, a day later or two days later. Next is, you know, the, the next thing that uh, I think I'm excited about is, is we've got a, a BPNL solution, which is buy now, pay later. Our, our solution is not designed to get somebody to purchase a refrigerator or a TV that they don't need or anything like that. This is a post-transaction type situation that looks like, you know, the, 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 the transaction occurs on your, on your statement. You go into your digital banking portal and you click that transaction to turn it into a 12, 24, 36 month installment loan, you know, with, with well over half the country not having $400 in their account or in savings to handle an emergency. What we're seeing is a lot of people that have these emergencies, a car breaks down, a transmission goes bad or, or even worse, a health emergency occurs. And the ability to know that you could go in and go ahead and purchase that and then turn that into a, an installment loan up to a certain amount is a, is a powerful tool for member liquidity. And we see lots of interest from our credit unions in this, maybe a little less than it was two years ago when we first started kicking it off. But I think that's largely due to the liquidity issues that are surrounding the entire industry right now. I mean, two years ago, there was a ton of people that had had deposits laying on the side. They couldn't figure out how to get rid of them or how to loan them out. And, and that's a little different these days, but the, but the interest is still there. And we think it's a long-term lifetime solution for everybody. We continue to enhance our platform stuff like Springboard, which is the card management application. Co-op Resolution Center is, uh, is, is a new way to do disputes and resolutions. And we're getting reports back internally and also from our credit unions that it's saving as much as 30 to 35% of time in the back office, which is a, a really great thing. 
And then we also continue to enhance Insight Center. We, we added a widget builder so you can create instant access to important new data elements as we add those to Insight Center. And our goal is, is a little like, you know, this is your data. We want to give you access to as much of it as we possibly can. And so every year we're adding more and more data into Insight Center. And we really like that. Uh, this sounds like a lot, but I'm not finished yet. Um, you know, Cooper Fraud Score is now available for Optus clients. Uh, we actually just had a we had a small delay um, uh, from a volume perspective. We we were going to add too much volume at, at a single time, and so uh, we paused that rollout for about a month. But that should be out before the end of the year and available to all of our Optus clients. And then contactless card access and uh, co-op shared branch express. So for account-based transactions at ATM machines, also a couple of things that have been delivered so far this year. So as you can tell, our product team is busy. We're, we're throwing a lot of stuff out there still. And, and some of it is, is putting us out in front of the market. So really pleased with all that. That's quite the hefty roadmap there. Uh, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges and biggest opportunities ahead for credit unions? Well, I think that the biggest challenges are a, a slowness to adopt new technology is probably um, the biggest thing, which is a, a, a little counter to the where, where credit unions have been in the past. Normally, credit unions were pretty quick to adopt technology because of limited branch footprints. We'd encourage everybody to adopt technology quickly. You know, evolving member needs, and, and this has really changed since the advent of the smartphone. You know, if you if you if you start looking at what a, a normal member might want, if they go into their app store and search debit card or search credit card or search car loan, you know how how long does it take them to get to a credit union? And 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 that's the market you're competing against right now because there's a fintech out there that is trying to compete for slivers of your business day after day. And, and we're, we're trying to encourage you to, to lean into technology as quick as you can. You know, one of our biggest partners in our, in our partner program is Origins from an auto lending perspective, right? We want to incorporate that type of solution into the digital banking platform. You want to incorporate payments information. You want to make it easy for the member to self-dispute a transaction on a card transaction that is not theirs or, or is fraudulent. There's there's lots of pathways to do that, but it does take you embracing technology and leaning into technology to to keep that trust level up. You've got the trust. You've built that trust over years, but to keep that trust up, you've got to keep them out of the app store and finding new fintechs that are going to deliver and, and then in some cases, the opportunity to partner with fintechs strategically, right? I mean, there's a lot of great fintechs out there that are designing their products to be easily and quickly integrated. And, and you want to make sure that if, you, if you're if you looking for something or your members are looking for something, you're giving them a pathway to, to get it. You know, our we think our, our, our solutions exist, you know, really just to help credit unions do that. Remind everybody, we're, we're owned by credit unions. We really serve credit unions exclusively. And, and so it's, it's really important that, that we all work at this together to stay out in front. I think you probably touched upon this in speaking about the biggest challenges like credit unions being slow to adapt to new tech. Uh, maybe expanding upon that or in addition to that, what is most difficult for credit unions to wrap their arms around in today's market environment? Well, it's the age old issue of build, buy, or partner. Right. And, and depending on the size slash sophistication, and, and I don't think those are necessarily easily correlated. There's very sophisticated small credit unions that have leaned into technology and are, are, are building themselves in sort of in the mindset of a fintech. And there's very large credit unions that are still well behind where they should be 
likely in in a technology roadmap. So that build by partner, you know, it's it's tough for some of the new CEOs coming into credit unions because you could be saddled with uh, lots of technical debt, and and choosing the right partner to help you move from that is is a is an important component of what I would recommend going forward. You know, if you're if you're talking to somebody and they're not talking about open architecture, open banking, the ability to move data in and around through API stacks or microservices, building those applications in a cloud native type environment, then you're probably talking to the wrong people, right? And and so all you're doing is put yourself in further technical debt if you if you go into a situation where you're you get a fully integrated solution. It's it's a bit of a misnomer that open banking and integrated means the same thing. It, it does not mean the same thing. And so fully integrated means you're kind of trapped in an environment and that environment uh, dictates what you can and can't have in the future. I want you to be looking at how do you think about an open architecture that allows you to add on best of breed products from wherever they may come, whether it be existing you know, uh, FI solutions or whether it comes from fintech or whether it even comes from big tech. There's a lot of opportunity out there, but if you're not in a situation where you're open and building open, then you are you're really going to limit yourself in, in the future. How do credit unions make their core value proposition apparent to members today? Well, I mean, obviously, I think that is investing in the neighborhood or the area of the region where the credit union is. You know, credit unions have long time, have long time trust with their members. And, and focusing on that trust as well as embracing new technology, I think is the past way to go, is the best way to go about that. You know, this, this, this notion of member centricity revolves around this, this definition of trust and, and, and how we think about what that means now versus what it meant 10 years ago. Now trust is, is more about real, real time information, convenience, ease of access. Because that's what these digital, um, you know, these, these, these smartphones have taught people, right? Is I want it to be real time. I want it to be convenient. I want it to be simple. And that's not always how credit unions, um, uh, have built their applications and built their products. And so that th- th- there's a notion that new member centricity is, is something we have to work to achieve. And, and so I see lots of credit unions transitioning in this and I see some resisting. And I, and I hope that we can all get on board with the, the, the definition of trust is, is, is changing. It's not just, Hey, my checking account is insured. That's, that's becoming a smaller and smaller part of the equation. And now you're having to go out and, and earn business every single day through ease of, ease of use and convenience. And returning to the Think Conference for a moment, uh, what's on tap for next year in 2024? Well, it's going to be held May 7th through 10th, 2024 in Nashville, Tennessee. This will be the first time uh, Think has ever been to Nashville. Our acquisition from a few years ago, TMG, had a conference in Nashville, and it was fantastic. This is one of the country's great conference destinations. There's a ton of fun things to do there. Much like the members who come to Think, they're always surprised by what our team puts together. The fun part for me is, is that often I'm surprised by what they put together. They, they share with me most of it, but they, they always keep a couple of things in the back of, in the back of their hat or I guess under wraps until we get there because they want, they want genuine excitement from me too, which I think is a ton of fun. You can register for that conference right now at, at our website, which is co-opthink.org. So co-opthink.org. And, and I believe there's still quite a few discounts going on as, as we're still, you know, several months out. So get out there, get yourself registered early and, and take advantage of those discounts. 
Finally, as CUNA is an industry association committed to the credit union system at large, tell us something about your current support for the credit union system. Well, I mean, obviously, I think we are uh, one of the largest supporters of CUNA. We were a supporter of NAFQ as well. We we think the merger is a is a great idea, and and we and we love the way that partnership is coming together to support the credit union system. We also do an enormous number of things across the space, including but not limited to. We support the African American Credit Union Coalition, Q's, the Filing Research Institute. We sponsor several different projects with those guys. Where we became the, you know, the kind of sustaining member of the Global Women's Leadership Network a couple of years ago. We support NCUF and the World Council of Credit Unions. We have, you know, not only financial support, but we support them with our people. And when they're looking for speakers, when they're looking for experts, when they're looking for attendees, we're, we're always there. We have representation on most of those boards. And so my, my team, my direct team and, and then their team underneath them, we put lots of time and effort into, into building things that help make credit unions better, not only here in the United States, but across the world. Yeah, that's quite a long list of all the credit union systems you support, and we thank you for that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, if, if I could add one more thing, you know, probably the most important thing we do is our partnership with Credit Unions for Kids, you know, the fundraiser on behalf of Children's Miracle Network Hospital. I think over, you know, over the last year or so, we raised about $4 million through programs and, and different sponsorships and things like that since its inception. That program has raised close to $47 million, and that's just since 2008. So, and, and the best part about that is, is those donations go to local hospitals. And so the credit unions who raise that money in, in, a, in a certain region, they get to de- de- declare which hospital it goes to. And so whether you be in Southern California, Washington State, or uh, Atlanta, Georgia, your hospital is, is, is receiving the benefit for the funds that are raised by, by those programs in your area. That's great to hear. That's really awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to add in conclusion? You know, I think that, you know, I'll just remind everybody the the research papers are out there on our website. We'd love for you to come download them, take a look, call us if you've got any questions. You know, we do all this as in the spirit of cooperation and helping credit unions be better. It is, it's all designed and paid for by co-op and, and, and ultimately we're trying to make the best investments we possibly can with the credit unions, you know, credit union industry's money. And, and we think this is a very valuable thing, but it's only valuable if you take advantage of it. So, so jump out there, grab those, grab those white papers, and then let us know if there's anything we can do to help you understand or, or help you take action to, to execute against some of the solutions that are offered there. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This podcast is sponsored by Co-op Solutions. Co-op can help you become the most essential resource in your members' financial lives, now and into the future. To learn more, visit www.coop.org.